Hey y'all, this is Elizabeth and we are back with another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth and today I am here with one of my good friends, Maddie Ryan. So Maddie, how are you today? I'm doing well. I am so excited to be on this show. I remember when Elizabeth came to me with the idea to start a podcast and I was so enthusiastic about it so I'm really excited to finally like make my appearance. (laughs) Love. Okay, so Maddie is going to talk a little bit about um, her position as Attorney General and um, her work with the Associated Student Body, which is the student government at the University of Mississippi, which is where we both go. A little background on me and Maddie's relationship. We were in the same sorority family, so we have known each other for about three years now, and I'm so excited that she's here. So Maddie, what first got you interested in politics? So... I would actually say my first interest in politics came from just community service. So I grew up in a family that was really involved with outreach to um, our like local elderly population and then also people with disabilities. My parents and grandparents um, work in a practice that helps people that have disabilities in the workplace um, and also uh, like elderly people and, and, and fight for better conditions for people in like, um, hospice and, um, uh, elderly housing. And so that, like seeing that in my own parents, um, they really encouraged me to kind of be an outreach as much as I can in my community. So I was volunteering a lot, um, growing up and, I think that in combination with just being in a public school system in Memphis that was pretty underfunded sort Mm of made me interested in in why things were the way they were. I would also consider myself a very naturally curious person. And so um, in seeking for answers, I was enchanted by the idea of public service and politics in general. And I think that um, especially for women like being interested in politics can kind of come across as either like you people assume you don't know what you're talking about or you're being too aggressive and I think approaching it with um a place coming from a place where learning first and and seeing it as more of a community thing rather than just a me thing or like an I perspective of like what I believe but like what I believe and how we can become better um is super important and that's I guess why I'm interested in politics talk a little bit about the transition from high school student government to college student government and what that looked like so I actually went to an all-girls high school and that has been a transition into going I guess I call it like co-ed college I don't know or like co-ed school (laughs) and like no one is yeah yeah, no exactly and everyone's like what do you mean it's just school but I like I'm like oh yeah I'm in co-ed school so um going to all girls high school we were I mean it was just like our own little bubble like we were super uplifting with each other I didn't yeah it was I mean I graduated with 100 girls yeah and you know like, when we first got out in, in, like, freshman year, things were a little awkward, right? But as we got older, like, everyone just had this, like, mutual understanding of each other. Everyone knew people had the best intentions. Um, when we had failures, it was so small. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, we just fixed it. And, like, their professors or teachers in high school um, were very supportive. And 
I wouldn't say that I haven't seen that in college, but I will say it's definitely at a larger stage. And it's also with guys. And I think that um, sometimes a lot of women feel afraid to speak their mind in a classroom where there might be more guys or it might be kind of closer to 50-50. Or when they're presented just like in a space with people of all ages too. And I think college, I mean, you're interacting with, sometimes people come into college like way later they might be like in their late 20s or or even early 30s um 40s and and navigating not only uh different genders but different ages was something that was kind of difficult for me but I think finding people honestly like you Elizabeth that like nurtured um my spirit kind of assured me that it's okay to have like big wide eyes and and run in and and want to make a difference and um like that's okay to be enthusiastic um and kind of keep that like energy that I had at my all-girls school uh that that was okay and and could also be synonymous with being a well-respected leader uh was very I don't know built my confidence a lot and has made me able to pursue higher positions in student government or pursue um, more tackling and ambitious um, projects within my work. And, and that's, you know, something I, I do a credit to, like, the people I surround with myself in college. Yay. Well, what has been the hardest part about student government in college? So we know that you were um, a legislative assistant, aide aid mm-hmm. with um, the Senate and ASB, and now you're attorney general. So what has been the most difficult part about your journey through student government in college? So I tell people that a lot about leadership is just doing what no one else wants to do. So showing up when you want to have a lazy Saturday morning to go like help the university clean up after something Mm -hmm. or um do all of the paperwork for things that no one wants to do (laughs) um show up early to the meetings and then you're the last one to leave Mm -hmm. talk with a lot of different people individually do stuff in front of a really big group too um and it's so rewarding at the end of the day and I wouldn't change that but I I think that that is definitely the hardest thing yeah it's hard to be on 24 7 and and be and be selfless and give up a lot of things that other people don't like you don't have to consider giving up something and also participating but being a leader you have to give up a lot yeah just more of that mindset Mm -hmm. Um, okay so what is your favorite memory from student government Mm -hmm. so far (laughs) oh my god (laughs) It could I have be a anything. Lot. It could be an event or a conversation or a piece of legislation that you passed. So I recently okay, this is kind <laughs> She's of deep in thought, y'all. <laughs> I'm I'm really thinking. Um, because I've had so many great great like highs. I think and that's what's kept me kinda of kept me going. Mm-hmm. Um but Another thing about, so I was talking about, you know, it's a lot of the things that people don't want to do, but it's also a lot of, like, listening. Mm-hmm. And I work in the as the ASU office, it's in the student union, and it's kind of an open-door policy. So anyone that comes in, you can come in and just ask questions about the university or, or you know, complain about stuff. And so I'm usually the only person in there from, like, 8 a.m. to 11. K. 
can confirm I brought her a present one time <laughs> and she was by herself. So. All, all, and I'm, I'm kind of the morning shift. And so um, I will have a lot of, like, freshmen or just transfer students or even, like, seniors that will come in and ask the most random questions. And a lot of times it's not things that, like, I can do. Like, I am in charge of our, like, student government, like, constitution and bylaws. And then I'm also in charge of like making sure that that document is like up to date stuff like that and then also our campus elections so like things that are involving you know ticket exchange Mm -hmm. or um like the lack of like silverware in the student union (laughs) or (laughs) i mean like how many growth trash cans are there on campus these are things that like i just don't have the numbers or like knowledge for um but i had one student early this semester um, he was from Pakistan. He is a exchange student. Um, and he came into the student union and was asking about whether or not he could do a presentation on Pakistan to like the student body to like, um, kind of, you know, challenge the conceptions we have about, um, that area of the world and, and its people. And like, you know, he, really I don't know really wanted to kind of explain his story I was like you know I don't I luckily I'm an international studies major so I could plug him in with like you know a couple groups on campus that do stuff with foreign exchange students or like do um international students days and stuff like that um but like in student government that was just especially with my job not what I do (laughs) and then he saw the you know, the, like, the UM Creed book? Yeah. So, Ole Miss has this, has, like, a creed. I'm, I'm sure you can read it off, like, from memory, <laughs> um, from, from orientation. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, okay, so that big book, mm-hmm. he saw it on the desk, because it was, like, Creed Week. We do, like, a celebration Creed Week thing every mm-hmm. year at the beginning of the year. And he saw it, and he goes, oh, my gosh, is that the Ole Miss Creed? And I said well yes it is of course <laughs> it is the creed and he's like wow like can i can i sign it and Aww. i'm like sure so i open up the book and he's like wow how old is this and i was like i think it's been here since like 2015 he's like wow <laughs> wow That's and so like new. but there's but there's a lot of signatures in it so he's, he goes to the last page or available signs his name and he starts Aww. taking a photo of his signature and i'm like do you want a photo with it and he's like yes so Love. we go outside of the student union and pose with the big book. Aww. Like, light, like it's huge. I mean, like, from your head to, like, your belly button, kind of. Like, really big. What a good rebel. And Love. took some pics, and I, I hope they made it on the gram. I don't they know. They better have. But, like, <laughs> seeing some, yeah, but seeing someone's, like, enthusiasm for the creed and for so this sweet. university and for their, like, hometown, too. I don't know. Like, that, like, being somewhat, like, being available to listen to people and like also learn about like them i love learning about other people and like just it's such a privilege to like have an office that like people just come to and hang out so yeah he's a cool guy i want to be his friend i know right (laughs) (laughs) okay so what persuaded you to run for attorney general so sorry so the position i had before attorney general was governmental operations committee chair of the senate so the Senate is divided into, I think, seven committees. Mm-hmm. Think of, like, your normal academic, student life, um, athletics, infrastructure. And then governmental operations is deals with the, the same thing I was talking about with the Attorney General, the, the bylaws, code, um, right. constitution of the student government. So in order for anything to be changed in that, it has to go 
from the Department of Justice. They they provide the insight, the interpretations of the bylaws, but an actual bylaw slash like code change has to go through the Senate, and so the Government Operations Committee actually changes that and presents the legislation to change it. Then the Senate votes on it, and then it's changed, and then the, it goes back to the Department of Justice to be updated. Cool. So I was doing that side of the job. Right. And I really liked it, and I also got to be part of the elections aspect, too. Mm-hmm. Um, the governmental operations chair gets to serve on the, like, elections jury slash, like, review board for, um, like, election violation cases mm-hmm. with the Department of Justice and the Attorney and General. And these are elections, like, campus elections. Yes. Campus favorite, that type of thing. Um, homecoming, and then also student body president and, like... Okay, cool. and 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 Attorney General. And so, um... I, you know, I, I had a lot of respect for the old atten- attorney general before me, or that was going to be, I guess, before me. I really liked the work that she was doing. She was kind of reinventing, like, what um, our campus elections looks like, and I was really on board with that mission. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I loved, as much as I loved being in the Senate, I had been in the Senate for two years, as, as Liz said. Like, that, we actually met through that, mm-hmm. um, because she was a senator at the time, too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I love doing that but I also was like I I mean I think I passed maybe 20 like high 20s pieces of legislation in my term which was like the most out of a lot (laughs) not to not to brag but that was the most out of the session and so I realized you know I kind of capped out with with what I wanted to do I had passed a piece of legislation I had um not only or presented it and passed it Mm -hmm. I had been a chair of a committee I worked on some really meaningful projects. I was like, what's next? I want to stay in the organization, but I don't want to... I don't want to just do the same thing I did. Right. And I felt... Keep building. Yeah. And so then I talked to some, you know, some of my close friends, um, specifically one of them, Lucy Hewlett. She ever heard, hears this, you know. <laughs> Shout out, Lucy. <laughs> um, but she had been my role the year before me. And I told her, I said, you know, I really like it, but I feel kind of conflicted. The Attorney General is usually a... Uh, going to be a senior Mm -hmm. and so I was a sophomore going to be a junior and so I was a little nervous about like whether that would be rocking the boat or like kind of seen as too ambitious and she was very much like no you are you need to show progression you need to show growth in your leadership capacities and you need to to not only show that you're growing but like also try to grow Mm -hmm. and if you stay in the senate you're probably stunting your ability to like grow and, and as a leader and and give back to this campus Mm -hmm. and I kind of again just felt like I had maxed out so that was a really big it was a hard decision I listened to a lot of like okay you know in um High School Musical 3 that song where like Troy Bolton's like in the stairwell and he's like spinning around and he's like I don't know where to go that was literally me like I watched that movie so much over winter break because I was like I don't know what to do like I don't know if I'm supposed to go to Berkeley or play at Arizona or whatever he was trying to decide like I (laughs) no 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 but like I was it's like either being in the center or like going for this crazy like executive level position mm-hmm. in, in student government right um but I went for it I was the only person opposed it was crazy it was kind of crazy and um I somehow some way I mean thanks to sweet friends like Elizabeth was able to like connect with students on campus and and ended up winning so it was crazy that was a that might be also one of my best memories too good like it was just it was so fun wow. it was stressful but it was fun yeah 
Okay, last question. What is your biggest piece of advice that you would give to someone who's just starting out in student government in college? I would say listen more than you speak because when you're first starting out, you really just want to make as many connections as you can. Mm -hmm. And I think just listening and learning and from everyone you can as possible, as much as possible, is so important. And... I know that it might sound like weird to say less, but like I think that when you when you're younger and you like focus more on listening instead of inserting your opinion and stuff, you kind of can learn the waters a little bit more. And I'm not saying that, you know, that student government isn't a lot of like using your voice. It totally mm-hmm. is, but but knowing kind of what the landscape is, that's so there's a lot of unspoken rules with politics and with student government, mm-hmm. and I think I see the most success with people that are very, like, humble in their leadership um, throughout. And I think that humility comes by first just listening and learning. Yeah. Um, And I think also, but even though you're being humble, you know, knowing that you have a place in there, no matter what anyone's saying, I think that a lot of times you're not going to agree with people. But don't think that just because you disagree that you don't have a place there. Mm -hmm. You can be part of the change. Um, it's just really important to understand what you're working with first, Mm -hmm. um, before you start like bringing about meaningful change, whether inside the organization or just on campus. Yeah. Love that. Which honestly, really that piece of advice is good for any organization or any involvement or job or whatever. So thank you for that. But thank you so much, Maddie, for coming on the podcast today and giving us some of your wisdom about student government and all you've done through that. (laughs) You're the greatest. No, it's it's weird being considered being the wise one in this situation, especially (laughs) because you've given me so much like, uh, I don't know, just great (laughs) advice. So, but yeah, thank you so much. Yay. And stay tuned for our next episode in a few weeks and I will see you guys then. Bye y'all.